I, I definitely feel that isolation. Talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. She told me that I should change my career goal. We're only doing science to take care of our community. You need to feel 100% prepared for sharing your knowledge. Um, there's never been a road that someone has shown me. If no one do it, it's okay if you want to do it. Well, I had a 2.5 GPA. How do I overcome this? First gen come grade, I was the class low. Higher education is for them. It will empower them. They will have a Present fun time. Present myself they will in a way that well. I feel that people would be able to to really acknowledge who I am and like we need to retain them be you you know like stop trying to mold yourself to fit. it's not just about the science it's about how we vote you know how we treat people who are different to us you know how we try and get the best out of people those things are really important when I graduate from our program I will be the first African-American male to ever have matched and graduated as a surgeon at this institution as a general surgeon which in 2021 just seems ridiculous to me. What's up, y'all? It's your host, JP Flores, and welcome to From Where Does It Stem? Well, hi, my name is Cristal. I am from Costa Rica. I'm a Latin woman. Um, my native language is Spanish. And I studied industrial production engineering here in Costa Rica. I graduated um, like one year ago. I'm working right now um, as data analyst in the analytics team. So it's been an awesome experience because it's been challenging in terms of well, professional and personal way, but because it's a completely new department, it brings a lot of challenges because everything is new, but I am enjoying my job, so I feel happy with it. I like to be part of different um, projects, initiatives. Um, I believe that just working, it's not life, even though it's something that you like to do, but I believe that it's important to to share with other our ideas. So I really like this initiative that you have. I really support that. Um, here in Costa Rica, I have also um, a group in which we try to do similar things, but here in Costa Rica, like to bring more people to this area of STEM, especially in data science, um, basically because it's sometimes hard for women to be in this area but also um, to put another weight of vision because sometimes there is like fear. Um, they think they are not good enough or we believe that it's really hard that you want to have a good life like just for money and you have to work a lot. <laughs> so it's bringing an idea that you can enjoy what you do and learn and network with other people. So a little bit about me. I, I live here in Costa Rica like since I was born. <laughs> I have um, three sisters and two of them studied um, also an engineer and one of them studied a uh, physical therapist. I believe uh, we are a great team. <laughs> we learn from each other. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Thank you so much. I feel like you're just changing the state of STEM in, in Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <My> sisters, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So would you mind painting a picture of who you are behind the scenes? How were you raised and what were your upbringings like? And how has that 
um, got you to be someone who wants to help others in STEM, especially being a woman? Um, just how were you raised and what has got you to, to be like that? Well, I believe a really important part of my life, it's definitely my family. Um, we do not feel good being in the comfort zone. So there's always that mindset in which you have to try something different than do it. Don't stop doing it because you're not sure of about how it will go or you are feared. Of. <laughs> That's not an answer for not doing something. I always have that mindset um, in which I say to be different. Like if no one do it, it's okay if you want to do it. Maybe sometimes you need to feel sure about what you're doing because you see a lot of people doing it. So you think that's your way. Um, in a school, I wasn't like that, like 100% because that's an age in which you still grow in and knowing yourself. But then um, in high school and college, that's kind of the mindset that I have. I told myself and my family always say, it, especially my mother, um, don't take for granted what other people say about their experience, experience yours, create yours. So I think that's um, something that definitely helped me for uh, who I am right now and what I am doing. Yeah, that's very inspiring. Uh, someone else in, in a previous episode was like, well, if no one's going to do it, why can't it be you? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I really uh, resonate with that. Um, yeah. But it sounds like you had a lot of family support. And a lot of people I've talked to have talked about finding their communities of support, their tribes, if you will. What were your support systems like growing up and how has that helped you? I know you had your sisters and stuff, but um, did you see other women in your classes that wanted to do STEM? Did you form like a group or how did that work? My journey in this area did not start when I started my career. It was um, almost at the end of it when I was going to do my final graduation project. Um, I also have some friends, but my friends uh, already got their jobs and did their final graduation project and I didn't. I remember that I wanted to do something different. And I say, I want to make my project um, not just going to a company and do it what everyone else is doing. So that's when I start learning about R and other tools and also um, continue um, researching about um, transportation here in Costa Rica and I get to some data. And I started my project into that. So that's when I realized that's what I really like. So I didn't have a lot of friends by my side at that moment but i do remember that in that journey which i was doing my final graduation project i received a lot of uh, support of other women uh, but when i have to go to meetings and the people who i talked to were um, men it was totally okay for me because they were really helpful for me but i say to myself like why isn't other women um, being part of these conversations in which I can listen to her and tell their perspective, what are they working on? Um, the women that helped me in this journey were really helpful for me. I wanted to do the same to others, <clears throat> girls that maybe um, start their journey into this area. And then um, my sister <laughs> um, have a community as a woman data scientist here in Costa Rica. So. I started supporting that initiative and then 
that idea of me helping other especially women um makes me more conscious of the situation that we are um having but i think that women have their own characteristics and we are different um in the way that we can see things so that's valuable in every team that you can be part of yeah i completely agree i mean not just in stem problems but any problem if you can uh, diversify the table a little bit and and see things from different lenses you're just going to be way more productive and and the things that i see in my R code or anything else isn't going to be the same as what you see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when I was in a meeting, the boys that started talking about it immediately and they continue with the conversation. I was just like quiet and trying to listen to everything. And I say like, why cannot like just speak as um, like when they stop talking about something, then one boy start talking about that or giving that an answer. So it is not that I do not want to talk, but this is not me. I just do not give a really quick answer. And that's something that I say, why I'm like that? Or why cannot give an answer as quick as they do? But I start understanding how I was and accepting how I want to give the answers. So that's something that I've been learning that this is me and this is how I give an answer. For example, if I am in a meeting, I just start thinking, analyzing, and then give an answer. If anyone else wants to give it, then okay, because maybe that's the way they react to that question or conversation, but it's okay. It's not that uh, I'm, I'm not part of the conversation. I do not have nothing to say, but I know the moment and the time in which I have to speak. So I think that small things um, are really important when you start also knowing yourself and what you can bring to a team. Yeah, definitely. Well, also, men just need to stop taking up all this space. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, men just need to learn to be quiet and let other people talk because they feel like they're the center of attention. <laughs> yeah, and that's coming from a man, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an experience. Yeah, I realized that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for anyone listening, um, R is a, is a programming language, and uh, Christelle was part of our studios, um, the diversity scholars, right? For 2021. Yeah. So that, that's just amazing. I, I was also part of that, but, um, I'm definitely not as good at R as you are. <laughs> I'm no, very, I'm sure you do. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> yeah. The experience I was really thankful for because, um, I'm from Costa Rica and that's, um, it can be inspiring story for us. Yeah. other um, women that would like to do the same so if i do it why you cannot do it like yeah. what we were talking about earlier exactly yeah um so being in costa rica right now have you faced any like, cultural differences um in your industry working with american data analysts maybe another data analyst like, if you noticed any like, differences there just out of curiosity <laughs> mm. you know this is costa rica <laughs> <laughs> but if you come to Costa Rica, you will listen to it. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, the difference, um, they're more a structure. Like sometimes if their boss told them to do A, B, and C, they will do A, B, and C. But sometimes, uh, I mean, this is not 
everyone. This is my experience. I believe this difference is like uh, Costa Rica mindset. Again, it's not everyone. There's some people that it's not like just do A, B, and C, but you can do D, E, F, for example. You know, you can do different things. Um, you can ask different questions to the people that are working on, you know, Don, just do what they told you to do. See if there is a better way to do it. I think that's maybe one thing that I saw, but um, I believe that they are really, um, how can I say this, like, punctual? <laughs> this is something that, you, yeah, like, if there is a time in which they say that um, the meeting started this time and ended this time, they really, really respect that time. And that's something I really um, learn about it. Like, if you put the meeting for 30 minutes, you have to look the way in which you have to finish that meeting as for half an hour, you know. So um, maybe that's something that I really, both of the things that I think right now. Yeah, and it's it's hard because again, like in any field, yes, there should be structure, but you need space to exercise other options. If that makes sense, because that's how you get to like, like if you're following a structure and you can't get to where you're going, how are you gonna get there? <laughs> you know, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, and there's a balance. Sometimes I think that I I make so much questions to myself when I am analyzing a process or whatever I do. But sometimes I say, okay, stop. Maybe you don't have to understand that everything right now, but just go slowly and, and keep going. It's not like just asking a lot of questions that sometimes that happens to me. But it's like a, that balance, like not just to say that if they told me to do that, then I will do that for all the, the next year that I will be here. Let's find different things, ask questions why they do that like that. Is there a different way you can do it? So that thing. Yeah. It's almost like a growth mindset. It sounds like you're talking about, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what have you had to sacrifice in order to get to where you are now? And do you have any regrets when it comes to your career or anything else that has, you know, led you here? Well, I will start with <laughs> that I do not regret. Um, it's on... I'm doing my final graduation program something totally different that my career never done before. It was a really hard decision because when I talked to some teachers about it, they told me like, why are you doing this? Your project is like a PhD project. You can do something different. You can do something that you can work on and you feel more comfortable with. And it was really hard because um, I didn't know if I have to do it, but I do it and I will never regret it. But what I regret on not doing it is my last part, year of my career, I was part of different projects. Uh, one of them was electric aircraft here in Costa Rica testing. So I say to myself, why didn't do that when I was in my second year or my third year? Because I think that um, to be part of that project helped me a lot on knowing other people and knowing other perspectives on how the market is, how they think. Um, it's the mindset. I will really have different mindset at that moment. So that's something that I believe that I would really like. And maybe if there's someone out there in their college, like it's not just studying. I don't know how the 
mindset in, in USA, but here sometimes in Costa Rica, it's like you have to, uh, when you are in college, you have to study a lot, especially if you are in a public university as mine. So it's really hard and you just focus on that and you forget that there are other projects. Maybe you can just take um, three classes about something and you can spend that time doing other things that will help you. It's not just how fast you can um, get out of college and start working, but how you can grow in that process also. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, how do you think we can get all that information out there? How can we diversify STEM and you know implement full inclusion initiatives that, that better support uh, women? In STEM. What are your thoughts? Like structural changes? What do you think? Yes. What I think is that sometimes you need to feel 100% prepared for sharing your knowledge. And something I think about is like, maybe I am not a really expert in art, for example, but I have experience on doing um, predictive models or time series analysis. So why I cannot give a workshop about it and invite my friends? Just starting like that, I believe that you can start bringing others to learn and to enjoy. It's not just me giving a class, this is time series and this is, you know, so boring. You can do different things and make them laugh, not like a clown. <laughs> you know, like you're not going to, to do that, but you can do it um funny you can um learn or change that concept of learning as boring but also as having fun through that um learning that you have so i believe that one thing that we can bring as inclusion invite your friends maybe they're not interested you can say like hey this is interesting let's look at it let's have a meet and it, it doesn't have to be one hour you can have um I don't know, like 45 minutes about a workshop, about something that you have learned, what you have saw. Um, so I think that's one kind that you can do. And also if you find people that have the same interest as yours, then start a group and, and start doing different things like some posts or share information or activities or what you are doing as podcast. I believe that you don't need money to do that. You can just use your computer, your voice, and internet, of course, right now. <laughs> it's really important. Um, yeah, so that's things that I believe it's, it's important. I, I, that's one of my favorite answers, I think, that I've got on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> favorite, for sure. But yeah, this is completely free. I just thought of the idea, and I was like, I could just do it through Zoom, because everything is on Zoom now. Yeah. Know? reach more people <laughs> like it makes sense <laughs> yeah. uh do you have any like last minute advice that you would want to give to students uh, especially from underrepresented backgrounds um that aren't necessarily pursuing stem um maybe just life in general or it could be also just stem uh, to you um don't be afraid to be different and different doesn't have to be like totally different sometimes little steps will make you different and that sometimes um, you will just need little more effort to be better than you were yesterday. That's my advice. Be curious. Don't 
don't let the other people or other people experiences define yours start your own experience and listen to others listen to others in the sense that if you know there is someone else with more experience then listen to them ask them questions um now using internet like linkedin or emails uh, there's a lot of ways you can communicate if you see someone's profile in which you are interested uh, then write it to her or him <laughs> um write them and and tell what are your interests if they have 30 minutes of their time which you can speak to finding that mentoring i believe it's really important because you will start also knowing and identifying what do you want to do um in the future i think that also there is a lot of resources for example on google i start learning a lot by just researching and doing it and it, you don't have to be so sure about doing something so you can do it like it's okay if you are not sure but if you just start uh, for example when i create my personal uh, website um i wasn't sure about how i do that but i started looking videos and then i really enjoy what i was doing and that's how all my journey starts just taking one step and reading and doing different things and it's not boring i think that's also something that we have to delete in our mind learning is boring no learning it's it's power when you get your knowledge then you can do a lot of things you can contribute your own country it's not only to work for a company that's how i can do a better world with my professional knowledge um uh, my personal uh experience also how i can contribute um the world and other people who are on my side i love that yeah that's really inspiring and i know that you're on the way there <laughs> for sure yeah just the yeah. way the way that you talk about the world and the way that you want to change it is, is very vulnerable and it, it's just i don't know like i'm still in college right um i'm going mm -hmm. to my phd in the fall and that's kind of my mindset too i want to contribute to the better change in the world you know so yes and, and i believe that's what motivates me day by day i know that i'm working for a company but i say what else i can do I mean, it's not just on having your own knowledge for you or how much, for example, um, PhD do I have, for example, that's so cool, you know, but then how you can put that into service to others or how you can benefit others through that. I think that's cool also for what you are going to do and how you will do things. Yeah, definitely. This is a very reinvigorating conversation. I miss doing these because I, I stopped for a little bit and then I went back into it and I just remember how much inspiration I just draw from everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think that you will receive a lot of, what I, what I was saying, like listening to others also help us a lot. So I'm sure that you learn a lot from other people <laughs> and what you're doing, it's really helpful for you. Maybe you think that it's just like, um a conversation but i i know that it can have a really big impact well in my case will have an impact and i know other people that are listening will have their own impact as well
Yeah, I just hope the younger listeners are listening because this is really important information that I wish I had. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> I, I know this is going to be harder to come by in America, but what are your favorite Costa Rican dishes? <laughs> <laughs> or, oh my God. Um, <laughs> you know, this is not like a... <laughs> This is this is more like a. Um, it's gonna be like an hour long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like I. It is not a formal dish in Costa Rica, yeah. but it's um, <laughs> and I'm not sure how to say this in English. But it's like um, <laughs> I don't know how to say yeah. that. Um, you can say it in Spanish. It's okay. It's like a big platano maduro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you understand. Um, it's like a big banana. Okay. You know? Like a plantain. <laughs> yeah, plantain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. plantain. Platano, right? Or platano maduro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maduro, it's like uh, when it's not green. Okay. You know. So I really love. Maybe it's not a formal um dish in Costa Rica, but we eat eat it a lot in here you can eat it in breakfast or at lunch okay and for me it's the most delicious thing that i ever <laughs> tried but i think that one of my um hmm, let me think i think that one of my favorite dishes in costa rica is um uh, uh chicken with rice okay what yeah. kind of toppings and seasonings? Yeah, it's like everything's combined, like the chicken and the okay. and the, and the rice also. <laughs> I got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Okay. But I can give you more, like I was more sure because I, my mom from Costa Rica and my dad um, from Peru. Okay. So I think that from Peru I have more. I think, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Share them. Rico, share them. Share them. <laughs> I believe that I'm, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. There are a lot of dishes. Um, I have your a lot. Favorite two uh, Peruvian dishes. Okay, I really love. I will say this in Spanish because I definitely That's don't fine. know That's how fine, to yeah. say that. Um, there is um, ají de gallina. Okay. And seco de ternera. Okay, I'm gonna look these up and I'm gonna see if I could find anything like it in LA. Yeah. It's probably not gonna taste as good, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna look. But you will know what what is that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, then, I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of threw these at the end. I threw these at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then your top two favorite musical artists right now. Wow. You know, I, I listen to all kind of music, you know. Um, but maybe right now there is a group that's named Laureja Bango. <laughs> so this is one of my that I've been listening um, uh, recently. Um, another well, I am a Christian girl, you know, so I listen to a group that it's called Maverick City that it's more like yeah, it's a group also from I think it, they are from USA. So I've, I've been listening to to, to these two groups. Um, gotcha, gotcha, very cool. 
Okay. Yeah. And then very last question, and then I'll let you go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> what is your proudest accomplishment? Uh, I think it's not a specific one, but I'm really proud of every single project that I've done since this moment. I've done it with love and passion. So thinking on that, I really think that I accomplish my goals because maybe i won't get what i really want to get sometimes but if i really know that i put all of my love and all of my passion into that work then i accomplish my goal so i think that's one well that that's my definition of accomplishing something um so i believe that but if i have to summarize that into one project i think was this um, project that I, that I told that I mentioned um, about my final graduation project at college because taking that decision, that only decision, that's what bring me to this um, area of data science and analytics. Um, just taking that, even though um, I wasn't intentional doing it when I was doing my final graduation project, I even knew that I was doing machine learning. Um, so it wasn't intentional, but I'm, I'm really thankful for taking that decision because it it brings me to right now. Yeah, and people are telling you not to do it. <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> and now you can see like other people that um, told me not to do it. They now say like, hey, that's so good what you have done. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's why I mentioned that other experiences should should not define yours because maybe they have a bad experience. So they will tell you not to do that. So you have to create yours. <laughs> so I, I did not really regret doing that. That's awesome. And then the very, very last thing, um, what do you think is the best way to share resources about R or data science or anything like that? Um, where just for listeners yeah like are for data science um, what are what resources did you use did you just literally just google everything <laughs> okay no wow that's a really good question I of course google everything <laughs> but um, I also use a lot of LinkedIn and try to look for people that have the same interest as mine Okay. So they will start sharing things like books and posts and podcasts that I will listen in to them. So I think that, and they will refer to other people. So I will start um, getting in touch or, or connecting with them. Yeah. But also I think that other way to share knowledge is by doing this, what you and I are doing. Mm -hmm. Because maybe you will know some someone and we can do different projects in the future. Yeah. Um, participating in different initiatives like this one will make you know people that will help you. So, I mean, I have a group, for example, that I know at college and we share resources about data science and analytics. And then when I was searching for a job there, I contact a prison and now I am part of some um, like 
classes that we do all the weeks and we learn and read a book about art or data science and we learn together i think looking for people and it is not like you're going to start searching (laughs) to someone (laughs) and start uh, stalking them but the same intentions for you of doing different things will connect you immediately to other people that you will can start a relationship with and network with them and start sharing different things and that's how you can grow also because they will share experiences with you that maybe you haven't experienced yet so they will advise you and they will tell okay take care with that because someday oh sorry one day something like that happens to me and you have to be careful about it or just do it because one day you know and they will start sharing their knowledge and their experiences and that's i believe that's how you grow you grow and they will share also books and links and videos and and i think that's really helpful yeah definitely well thank you for that um that was my last question um i also want to let you know that i'm also part of your network now so if you ever need anything from me uh, i would love to help you out in any capacity that i can